Get ready to tap into the minds of the founding fathers of SEO. Rocket, rocket to the next generation of search engine optimization 3.0 with traffic that will put your website into a head-on collision. Decades of combined SEO expertise give their take on the world of SEO. Now, here are the princes of PageRank, the heroes of HTML, the sultans of search, the SEO, SEO rock stars. technical difficulties if you happen to be listening live. Welcome to the SEO Rockstars. Today is June 7th, 2016, and we are happy to be with you. My name is Chris Boggs, founder of Web Traffic Advisors, and I'm joined by Mr. Frank Watson. Good afternoon, Aussie Webmaster. How are we doing, my friend? We've got some interesting topics today. Uh, we do. We have a whole lot, and thanks as usual for being our awesome curator. We're going to get right into... Uh, the first topic. I'm going to let you introduce this one, Frank. Uh, from Search Engine Journal, we have Mary Meeker's Internet Trends Report 2016, published June 6, 2016. Um, so this is from Search Engine Journal. Frank, um, there's a few good insights here uh, to talk about briefly. In five years, expect 50% of searches to be images or voice. What do you think? Yeah, this, this, uh, Mary Meeker is a really good uh, internet marketer who who looks at trends in the industry, and this was from a presentation at uh, the Code Conference, which I don't quite know where that was. There's been a lot of conferences over the last couple of weeks, a few in Australia that a bunch of our friends have been to, and and this one, God knows where. But the information's good. You know, the expectation of you know how. Right now, we know that searches, 50, more than 50% of searches are being done on mobile. She's seeing, believes that the tendency will now be searching for images or voice search. And that I, I don't find hard to believe. I think five years is, is pushing the, that number too far out. I think within two years, voice search will end up with 50% of searches. And, and I've been using image search for quite a while. So I'd I mean, say I use it about 15% of the time, maybe, or if even. Uh, but voice, uh, I'm using more often in my vehicle with the OK Google command. Uh, let's jump to a couple others quickly. Uh, globally, internet growth is flat. So if you exclude India, uh, it's actually decelerating. And we are now, uh, it's actually, India is now the number two market for internet users behind China. So uh, what do you think about that? If, if uh, there's no more new bodies to feed ads and content and uh, what you have to, um, is that going to make the existing uh, real estate that much harder to get in terms of volume of traffic? I think, I mean, without a doubt, 
I think, where people are getting their information. I think the saying that globally internet growth is flat is a little bit misleading because obviously there are, you know, as the population grows, as the population ages, uh, so long as, you know, the the new population comes on board and engages and it seems like, you know, I know that a lot of seniors, which (laughs) unfortunately I'm fast approaching that age, uh, are very internet savvy. So that percentage of the population is growing. Uh, I think that's misleading. I think part of it is how we engage with it. You know, I think a lot of people are using apps more than, you know, uh, just plain web pages. I think that part of it, I think if they were to say more about just the web versus other parts of the internet usage, that number would be a little different. Good point. Good point. And I think what uh, Danielle says at the end is very true is that it just means that you're going to have to have better content and you're going to have to, I think, effectively target your audiences. Um, There's an article that got cut around Facebook uh, from today's uh, list, but you know, a, a better understanding of your audience through training yourself by testing in Facebook, I think, is a great way uh, to gain insights. The last one we'll hit on this before we go to the next topic: the internet represents 10% of retail sales compared to less than 2% in 2000. To me, that's that's kind of astounding because I thought by 2000 that we were really higher than 2%, uh, more so than uh, the 10% almost looks small, but I guess yeah. if you think about how many stores and Walmart and so forth, uh, it makes sense. Yeah, that, you know, that one I think is misleading in the sense that what are we talking about? All sales? Are we talking about grocery sales? Are we talking you know, about certain things? Yep. Even, you know, they're not I don't think they're including the fact that a lot of research for high-end sales such as homes or cars, there's a lot of internet uh, research being done, but ultimately you don't buy them online. So exactly. I, I think that's a little bit misleading in that 10%. I know that certain areas uh, such as books and DVDs and, and you know that type of material is being bought a lot more. Uh, hotel bookings and... and flights and things like that, that percentage has got to be huge now. Yeah, I agree. So check out that article. That is over at the Search Engine Journal, Six Important Takeaways. Um, Where is the headline? (laughs) Mary Meeker's Internet Trends Report of 2016. So next, uh, let's jump over to Moz, where there's a great U-blog article uh, from um, David Farkas, here's how I'm using Moz content for mining local link opportunities. Um, I think the Moz content, which, by the way, is a tool uh, that um, allows you to do a number of things. Obviously, you have to be a, a subscriber to Moz uh, in order to, to get some of the uh, uh, potential out of this tool. But there's some free stuff in there, so check out moz.com slash content. Uh, Frank, have you read through this, and what do you think about this? Yeah, I mean, this one's clever. Uh, you know, I mean, it, that's the thing. Nowadays, you really do need to uh, build up your local citations. If you're a small business you and you want to be able to rank and, and pop into you know, the search results in the pack and all that sort of thing, that's all about increasing your local citations. And yep. this is a good example of ways that you can find where your competitors or other local businesses that not necessarily are competitors, but 
show you different sources to get citations that are local to you. So yeah, this is clever and it's something that if you're doing local, you definitely should be reading. Yeah, it's a good article. Um, there's a couple other things, and and by the way, I think that the local links is is definitely you know half. Uh, of the effort there, uh, I would say, you know, making sure that Google My Business is set up properly and that you have one clean location and also tweaking the way that you describe your business within Google My Business. For example, if you're a consultant running out of your house, you want to change the uh, some of the settings in there to make sure that you provide businesses at other locations and you can actually increase your uh, uh, circle around you. I did it and I forced in United States as a uh, as instead of a state or within certain miles. And it actually gave me this funky box that stretched up all the way around uh, Alaska and uh, Hawaii. So, uh, you know, definitely take advantage of uh, using all the paths that Google gives you to identify where you're going to be. And then by all means, uh, you don't want to buy like, you know, one 800 local links or whatever where you get 100 links uh, that are, are meaningless. But go out and find these local links from the local businesses that might you might be partnered with or even some of the directories and, and uh, local business associations and so forth. Uh, so check that out. Last one before we go to break, we're going to jump over to the SEMPOST. Jennifer Slag, our buddy who's been hanging out in Australia. Uh, um Still, uh, Google is still working on separate mobile search index. So, um, you know, with all the work with the AMP project and, and a lot of different sort of signals being given by Google when you rate a domain either versus, you know, from its mobile uh, versus the desktop, you'll see, you know, for example, in the PageSpeed Insights now, Google's broken down the PageSpeed Insights mobile site to both user experience and um, sort of the, uh, what's the other, the, the site speed. And then... Um, on the desktop side, it's just side speed. So mobile, um, you think that Frank, it's going to become a completely different index? Yeah, I think you know. I think that it was actually suggested that they were and had been testing it earlier this year. Uh, I think uh, there've been a couple of articles about that, but uh, right now, apparently, uh, Gary Elias or uh, confirmed that they haven't separated it, but said that they are looking to do it. And I, I believe I read something, and we may have brought it up a few weeks ago, about John Mueller suggesting the same thing. But yeah, again, these two don't commit to absolutes. Well, this one, I think, is there's a lot of insight in what Illy said in terms of the, you know, there's a loss of tokens that affects the rankings when they convert part of the index from desktop one to a mobile one, which means that there's an issue with ensuring sites that are ranking the same with the loss of those tokens. So I guess you could say that ranking factors can now mean tokens, uh, at least according to the vernacular Illy's is using there. And maybe they've already been called that, but that's a first for me. Yeah, I hadn't heard that one. To me, Google tokens were what you needed to be able to get access to their API. Well, apparently they like to use that word, uh, yeah. links. Um, so people don't link to mobile content as much as they do desktop content. Uh, they found that there are fewer linking rank singles. So to what we were talking about just before, that means that, you know, it's not like you got to go out and get a dozen, two dozen, three dozen local links in order to affect your rankings. And I think this counts on both the mobile and the organic side. It's just a few links that will, will really make all the difference, especially if they're sort of naturally earned or, you know, naturally, you know, networked type of links without uh, a bunch of reciprocal stuff going on and so forth. Do you agree? 
Yeah, and and I actually have been doing some stuff with mobile where I do cut down the actual content with links in it because they click on the link inside of yours. One, it's got to be the right size, otherwise Google gives it the downplay because of the you know if if you have two links in a paragraph and things like that. So that that's one way that linking in in content is being dropped. But it's also it takes a while for that second page to load. So you know the page speed. Yeah just adds to you know the knock so yeah, yeah I think well the last point oh go ahead no i'm just saying i think mobile content is a little less link heavy than uh desktop stuff and it should be if, if you're trying to optimize yeah and Which as like you know said, in neanderthal from from a coding perspective i would just suspect i mean just in my limited understanding of how the index works and with responsive design, that it would be more of a nightmare to try to figure out both a, a mobile cached version of the responsive, essentially, look of many sites versus, I mean, if this still used to be where you had to have M dot, uh, then it would make a lot more sense, right? But if you're using a single domain and serving responsively, how, how do you even, you know, work that, that there's a mobile-only index? You just cache the mobile versions only, I guess, and, and maybe that can speed up the process. Yeah, and there's certain boxes and things like that that don't get brought over in a responsive design for mobile. So, you know, those may contain links and that sort of thing. And the AMP project, they're, you know, creating separate pages that uh, are almost like a canonical tag linked to. So, you know, there's another opportunity. And I, I haven't read through all of what they're suggesting, but possibly their best practices may involve not having as many links on the page. And yeah, Which and I, value, like you say again to to the few that are there. Yeah, I wonder also not to get too off into this, and we do have to take a break. But you know, websites using the viewport meta in order to try to you know make sure that they're delivering a, uh, a search or mobile friendly, uh, and how that becomes impacted too. And sort of if they were to receive you know anyway, I think that it's fair to say uh, that's an interesting subject as to whether or not there could be a mobile only index. But it seems that all signs point to there probably not being, and that you should just continue to work on SEO across both ex uh, experiences or even all three if you want to talk about tablets. Uh, we're going to take a break now, and we'll be right back with you. So stay with us on SEO Rockstars. We'll be back with more SEO Rockstars right after this. Whether you are an online business or domain name investor, you need access to the best names. With over 270 million domains already registered, finding the right names at the best price requires a great wingman. Namejet.com puts you in the pilot seat by giving you fast and unparalleled access to some of the best premium and expired domain names on earth. As the number one domain name auction platform, Namejet.com is the best place to find domains for your business or investment. So light the afterburners to the domain name aftermarket and fly over to Namejet.com at mock speed to get great domains today. Namejet.com. Looking for a better way to get more traffic and interaction to your Facebook page? Imagine Facebook interactivity on your page like you've never seen. Introducing your new Facebook marketing fix, 
So Social, the new and revolutionary way to easily manage and automate your Facebook contest and sweepstakes. Create a fun, easy-to-win contest by writing a simple Facebook post. Watch your post go more viral and generate loads of interaction. Track your traffic and generate email lists with ease. So Social is mobile-friendly and complies with Facebook terms of service. Let So Social give your Facebook page some flash today. Zoom over to zosocial.com. Are you paying too much for your paid advertising? Or have you quit altogether because it seemed like a huge waste of money? Studies show that companies waste 25% of their PPC spend on average. The web marketing experts at wmetraining.com can show you how to make your AdWords account a lean, mean, converting machine. Whether you're just starting out or want to take your skills to the next level, we have a class for you. Contact the web marketing experts at wmetraining.com. Let's get back to jamming and spamming with the SEO Rockstars. Welcome back, everyone. It is 421 on June 7, 2016, in case you're listening live and wondered what time it was. Uh, but thank you to all those listening to us uh, from Cranberry Radio. I mean, sorry, Cranberry.fm. SEO Rockstars is also available uh, for your communication pleasure and we'll take your suggestions and advice at facebook.com slash SEO Rockstars and twitter.com slash SEO Rockstars. So let's get right back into these topics. Uh, we're going to do a little bit of a mini search engine land block. Always some great articles over there. Um, certainly Danny Sullivan, the founder of, I think, search journalism. Uh, so let's talk about Google Test New Look for people also search feature. So uh, Barry Schwartz covered something on June 6th at 9.55, and Google has been caught testing a new interface again in the mobile search. This one is around the people also search for. So this is pretty much just a screenshot of it and, and, and an uh, animated GIF. Uh, of it that shows you how it works, but essentially, um, you know, if you request uh, a particular uh, search, uh, you might get a people also search for coming up to uh, and 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 scrolling across the ability to scroll across the topics that are related, right? So, um, to me, uh, I think the SEO implication here, Frank, is really around the whole people also search for and is Google going to ever monetize that, right? Are we ever going to be able to buy our way into people also search for type of terms on a pay-per-click basis? Sort of like the uh, they're, they're testing of dropping paid links into the suggest box. Huh. Yes. Yeah, yes. I mean, this one, I, I can't replicate it because I have a Windows phone. Um, it, it doesn't tell you what, uh, I don't think it tells you what type of phone it's being used, whether it's an Android more than likely, or, uh, also an iOS or an Apple phone. But, uh, the one, this reminds me, have you noticed in the Google search results when you do a desktop, at least for me, and you, uh, put your cursor over the, I'm feeling lucky. It now sort of scrolls to different things. So I'm feeling hungry. I'm feeling wonderful. I'm feeling Stella. I've not seen that. Yeah, that's that's something that comes up for me when I'm using Chrome and, and do a Google search. It's so they're they're playing with this sort of rotation of things, and um, it, it becomes hard because you know you've got to it, it, it cycles and then stops. With this one that they're showing, what do you got to do? Sort of aim and shoot. 
to, to, to get the one that you want. Cause it's, well, that's why I don't understand it because of the uh, gif that's used in the article. Does that mean that they're just showing you how it moves or does it literally sit there and scroll across like a ticker symbol? Uh, that'd be an interesting question. And if it did, I think that you could merit that it would cause the eyes to look down. Right. And, and, and certainly consider some of those other variants. So if we, you know, when we're talking about some keyword searches, uh, if it be, you know, auto or car insurance related, for example, there can be a lot of different people also search for us that could be incorporated. And then if they personalize those on top of that, uh, you know, buying your way into uh, and even maybe from a remarketing perspective, right? Someone's already been to your site and then now they're searching again uh, a few weeks, a few months later for something. Uh, can you influence, you know, that people also search for uh, in addition to ad units or other places that they may be visiting? So anyway, I think opens up a whole different like you say the the potential for the advertising element uh you know if this is mobile you never know maybe they'll uh they use the pack scroll the pack that way so that they don't have to take as much real estate they can make it short and just have the pack uh, listing scroll across you know for restaurants or you know anything that you're searching for movies or or, or that type of thing so it's, yep. it is an interesting way of, of conserving the limited amount of space on a phone. And I think that's part of the element of what they're testing here. Agreed. So um, moving along, search engine land again, the definitive SEO audit, part one of three from our friend Dave Davies, published June 1st, 2016. Um, and it's it's the first part is going to be about technical, which I agree with. That should always be the first thing you talk about with SEO. Um, you know, looking at it higher, like a Maslow's hierarchy, everyone knows that that's the way I look at it as the base. Um, so I like the, you know, I'll rattle them off quickly. Indexing, robots text, preferred domain, side mask, broken internal links, HTTPS, mobile friendliness, Page speed, real page speed versus Google page speed, internal link structure, broken ex external links, duplicate titles, and descriptions. And then he goes on with a, co a co other couple uh, common technical SEO issues. So of those, I mean, does that pretty much embody, because I, I know I do a decent amount of audits. Uh, if you're going to do an audit for technical, does that pretty much cover it, Frank? Yeah, I, I mean, definitely it covers a large number of them. Of them. I think... Uh, Looking at your redirects, you know, that's really something that a lot of people forget to do. Uh, what happens is after a while, if, especially if you're an e-commerce website of any size where you've discontinued products, but you've gotten a certain number of links to those uh, original product pages, when the new version comes out, you redirect the old one to that one. And then when the next iteration comes out, you redirect that one to that one. And you get what eventually becomes these nested 301 redirects and a lot of the times people don't in you know big scale uh, decide to go back to the originals and at least do it from the original 301 so now and as opposed to having one that's leapfrogged with a bunch on its back to your new page you should go back and separate those and have all three different ones come through yeah so that's, uh, that's uh, Redirects is, to me, definitely merits an entire uh, um, section is what you're saying. And I think server responses comes into play there, too. So I, I sort yeah. of have a section called redirects and server you, responses. You know, maybe, maybe he'll have this covered in the other, you know, the fact that this is one of three. 
but it is a well, really and anyone can find you know something that they're going to word slightly yeah. differently but chances are that he's looking at redirects uh and certainly server responses for four or four pages for example uh so it's a good article uh what we wanted to also tee up with this article before we go to break is a brief review of some pretty handy tools to use um whether you're auditing or you're just researching uh i'll uh, kind of tee them up for you frank the think with google test my site dot think with google dot com uh, what do you think about yeah, this it's, one? Uh, it's actually test my site dot think with do with google dot com it's their right. new uh, testing tool for mobile to see if your uh, site is mobile friendly and it's really effective uh, I've been using it and you don't want to just run your main domain through there you want to have a look at some of your internal pages in case you know, I, I actually helped a friend the other day using this that uh, some of their internal pages that were using plugins on their WordPress site had a lot of uh, slower response time than the, the main homepage, which is a little bit more static. But it does give you really thorough information. And it'll also, when you click on it, give you recommendations of what to fix. So, I mean, this is a really handy tool. I mean, obviously, it's from Google talking about what Google's seeing as things that may slow down the reason that they're not giving you as much authority or rank that type of thing so uh, it's definitely something i'd be running my pages through uh to anyone that's listening and get yourself a little bit of an edge on the competition and congratulations to google for failing to shoot yourself in the foot on this one i just ran testmysite.thinkwithgoogle.com through it and it got 100 out of 100 on mobile friendliness, 94 out of 100 on mobile speed, and 96 out of 100 on desktop speed. So well done. It would have been a great joke to be able to talk about how it failed, but it didn't. So that's a cool tool. The next one on your list, Frank, is uh, builtwith.com, which is actually one that I have installed in my Chrome uh, browser, and it's, I use it on a daily basis. In fact, I just a minute ago went to validate the Viewport Meta stuff from a site that I just looked at the other day. Uh, great tool, um, you know, basically as an SEO, uh, especially like me, where you might not have a developer or coder background, but you're, you know, you understand enough to not sound like an idiot and to defer to the wisdom of them uh, that, that, that do uh, really understand the deep technical stuff. But Build With is a great way to kind of guide your way through a conversation or to help identify immediately things on sites. Like, for example, is the site running Google Analytics or, or Search Console? Uh, all that shows up in it. Uh, you can see the Google Tag Manager in it. You can see a number of other things. Some sites are just crammed full of stuff that shows up in the Built With tool. So I love this tool. Yeah, it runs, um, if you have a WordPress site, it'll run through the widgets that you've got, you know, the, the plugins, yeah. you yeah. know, which are slow and which are good. You know, it really is. It's a clever tool. It'll give you some insights into what's going on. If, it's free, uh, by the way. Yeah. And, and uh, exactly. It's free. Yeah. Builtwith.com. How can you yep. not want to play with that one? <laughs> and it just shows up in a cool little icon then up to the right of your URL uh, box. So uh, a couple more we're going to hit, but we're going to actually just hit the head to break. So let's just mention them. And then we got to go and hear a word from our sponsors. But uh, HTTPS, what runs where.com and Airtable.com. Frank, uh, 10 seconds on each, five seconds okay. on each. What runs where will give you an idea of all the ads that uh, that you can find on and various topics. Uh, and the Airtable is just a really good way 
of uh, working with databases and, and tables. So both of them are handy little tools to play with. They're free at the moment. So get in there and, and start playing with them and get a little bit more of insight. All right, everyone. Stay with us here on SEO Rockstars. We'll be right back with you. with more SEO rock stars right after this. Looking for a better way to get more traffic and interaction to your Facebook page? Imagine Facebook interactivity on your page like you've never seen. Introducing your new Facebook marketing fix, So Social, the new and revolutionary way to easily manage and automate your Facebook contest and sweepstakes. Create a fun, easy-to-win contest by writing a simple Facebook post. Watch your post go more viral and generate loads of interaction. Track your traffic and generate email lists with ease. So Social is mobile-friendly and complies with Facebook terms of service. Let So Social give your Facebook page some flash today. Zoom over to zosocial.com. Hey, this is Danny Sullivan to talk to you about Bruce Clay Incorporated. They've made Inc. Magazine's list of growing private businesses and have exhibited and sponsored at my conferences since the very beginning. You've seen their search engine relationship chart or you've read their SEO code of ethics, seen other SEO experts, but did you know they can help you with PBC, web analytics, web design, marketing strategy, promotion, and branding? Yep, get everything you need for success in the online marketplace. You can check it out from the professionals at Bruce Clay Incorporated. For over 10 years with offices worldwide, they've got the answers you need. Check them out today at BruceClay.com. Great websites today need expert web design and development and need to be e-commerce ready and mobile friendly. But building a marketable and profitable website can be an uphill climb. Ready to make your new website or replace your existing website? Think Orange as the new way to get in the black. Orange Hill Development works with Fortune 500 companies and offer the same top quality development service at a fraction of what other providers charge. Brands like Absolute, Carlsberg, and Nestle trust Orange Hill Development. Find out why you should trust your website with Orange Hill. Contact Orange Hill for a consultation today at orangehilldevelopment.com. Let's get back to jamming and spamming with the SEO Rockstars. Welcome back to SEO Rockstars. It is June 7th still, and now we're going to cover an interesting uh, little ruse that had happened in a way. A piece of sponsored content over at Search Engine Land uh, claimed uh, that there was this amazing results of moving a lawyer from his .com to a dot attorney and they were making uh you know basically sales claims that uh just that alone could help uh you know um gain rankings because you have the word the keyword that you're looking for in your top level domain like dot com dot org etc dot attorney those are all top level domains so uh this is something i've talked about for years uh i know that uh 
uh, Globe Runner and Bill Hartzer definitely um, are very involved in domaining and, and some of the values of some uh, TLDs. Uh, but, you know, forever it's been that it, it takes SEO. It doesn't take a domain or a top-level domain. If you want to rank, you're going to start at the bottom just like everyone else if you start with a dot .attorney or a dot .com. And you're probably going to have some problems with the dot .attorney, I would guess, just from a user experience perspective in that uh, most people aren't going to remember it and you're just going to have less buzz, I think. What do you think, Frank? Yeah, I have yet to see any of these you know, exotic uh domain extensions uh, in the search results of any significance. Now, though, though I do notice that .orgs seem to get a lot for uh, what seem to appear to be charities that aren't. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of those .orgs out there for you know, various right. charities. But that's not like they're doing that for SEO. They're just, you know, cheesing around by getting a .org and, and, and presenting a holier face, as we're saying. But I agree. But um, I, you know, I think the .org back then was associated with, the, you know, with the charities and, and organizations. And thus, people got links because they thought they were just linking to some charity or they'd get a re, you know, a point. share or things like that, which helped them. Nice gray slash black hat way to get links is build a .org and then reach out with a potentially slightly uh, lying email <laughs> and, yeah. and say, hey, help us and help, help us help the children. Um, so we, by the way, got this. Um, we're really covering the Search Engine Roundtable article by Barry Schwartz uh, from today uh, where Google actually responded to this article uh, sort of in a mocking way. John Mueller as well as Gary Illies. Um, and, you know, Gary Illies said, but my study based on this one domain, dot, 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 end quotes. Your study might be flawed. Uh, <laughs> Uh, you know, interesting point there, though, is Danny Sullivan caught John Mueller in a bit of a where he has said in the past that um, there is a tiny impact. And he, he references in his tweet a another search engine roundtable, Google keywords in URLs, a small ranking factor uh, and says, you know, you've said keywords in URL have a tiny impact. But not in domain. Which part of URL? Which is it, right? Because I guess, you know, it's a good point, right? The, technically, the argument before has always been prior to the .com, whether the keyword matters. Uh, but now that these uh, TLDs are coming out, uh, it's kind of bridging the gap. So I think it's very possible that that's, uh, that's why John Mueller didn't reply to Danny's is because he was really talking about, um, you know, a different thing. To, uh, it really, he was talking about prior to the TLD, and, and I think that was his answer. Um, any quick ones on that, Frank? Before yeah, I mean, we move definitely, in, in the past, a, a particular domain name with a specific keyword in it was ranking, you know, because I worked in the Forex space and ForexTrading.com, it got high rankings because it had Forex Trading in its name. But that since, you know, that was the 2000s. But, you know, since we've gotten into the 2010s and on, that's changed up quite a bit. And I think the .com has influence in the U.S. and maybe on the global perspective, but the .co.uk extension helps for the the uk that's been talked about you know whatever country i think google's now giving some weight to that domain extension by country as a weighting factor for ranking for that particular country searches so i mean there are some influencing factors but they're changing up and it's the responsibility of any seo to be able to keep track of what's being said you know good point of danny going like okay wait a second you've said this now you're saying that is this just 
another instance of John saying one thing and then a day later saying something completely different, doing doing a Trump, as it were. Yes, exactly. Um, we've uh, known um, delightful communications uh, ever since their inception. Mel Carson has been in our industry for a long time, uh, mostly representing Majestic. Uh, I think he was involved with Bright Edge, uh, a number of people as sort of a PR. And he, uh, you know, I'm not going to speak for him, but he's sort of become part of our industry. And he's really found a nice niche in his new site, which is Delightful Communications. And, and one of the things that he's promoting is to, uh, how to create your own online reputation, right? So um, I, I think this article that he published on the 23rd of May from 2016 that you uh, pulled into our list today, Frank, is a really good one, how to create a media list for PR outreach using Majestic.com. Now, granted, as I mentioned, as a disclaimer, Mel has a relationship or has had a relationship with Majestic. Uh, it says even there, he's their U.S. brand ambassador. Uh, but the fact is that, you know, whether you're an ambassador or not, if you can show some cool use of a tool, it's a very useful article. So we don't have a lot of time to get into the article. So I'm going to skip past that one and, and tell everyone to go see it. And Frank, why don't you give us a quick rundown on the Search Engine Journal personalized influencer marketing, which I felt was very, uh, you know, similar in theme. Influencers plus or minus personalization. I guess maybe that's just the way that they use yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, this one's a, it's a, it's a really good article about the impact and, and the use by big agencies and big brands for reaching out to, uh, you know, like what used to be called the mommy bloggers, but now there's just, there's so many people that are out there that have big followings based on very specific niches and you know they're talking about how you can reach out to some of these people to help you know your company it may not be a big name but if you have something you know unique these people will you know give you a little bit of a look so yeah i personally um ideas yeah, it's a good article, and I, I don't mean to cut you off, but we're basically out of time. But I personally think that this works well for brands like within co consumer products, uh, retail, and so forth. Services, it, it seems to whenever people try to do this to try to, you know, um, to, to drive – authority to their own service type of site or product it seems to fall flat on its face a lot and in, in my opinion don't have time to get into it and defend myself but this is a good article from anna crow over at search engine journal one last quick hit um chris jones who's the founder of lseo he was the founder of pepper jam uh which sold to ebay way back when and he used to be one of the hosts of the awesome vintage tub and bath parties back in the day uh at search engine strategies for those of you that remember <laughs> uh both search engine strategies and remember parties at search engine strategies i, I commend you for that um the but semrush is actually having a uh, webinar next tuesday and i am involved and chris and i are going to be talking about white label seo models for non-SEO agencies. So it's something that I've been working on together with Chris. Uh, I know that one of our sponsors uh, here on the show, uh, the Hoth, does a lot of white label. So uh, let's, uh, you know, if you guys want to check it out, go check it out at SEMrush Webinars. And uh, maybe we'll cover sort of what we talked about uh, next week or the week after, Frank. Yeah, no, definitely. It, I, I already subscribed to this. It'll be my two o'clock before our four o'clock gathering. That's right. So You'll be fresh off of this. I better drink ice out. water. <laughs> <laughs>
All right. Well, thank you, everyone, for sticking with us here on SEO Rockstars. And thanks for listening. We will be back next week with some more SEO news. Don't forget to send us suggestions. We want to hear from you. Rock on. The opinions expressed are those of the hosts and their guests and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of Cranberry News Marketing and Cranberry.fm. Rebroadcasts or retransmission of this content without proper consent is prohibited. Mm-hmm.